0: Welcome to the Knowing God podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we move on to week four of our Advent study. Each week we take these three episodes to focus on our need for God, which is the purpose of Advent. So quick note today to start. Especially if you are listening to this in real time during Advent, I want to encourage you to do something these last couple weeks. Remember, the goal of Advent is to build a longing for Christ. Our desires should want him more and more, his presence, his work, his good news in our life. So if you feel like your pace of life is still really fast, hurried, without breaks, I want to encourage you to take the next couple weeks to slow down and ask the Lord to help you long for him. Part of the reason we don't have our desires shifted in this season is because we don't slow down at all in this season. So honestly, it may start with 10 seconds at your desk or 30 seconds before you shut your car off and go into work or 1 minute before you head into that meeting. But take a little bit of downtime to st- stop to quiet to slow and simply ask God in those seconds of quiet to help you long for him more than anything else so maybe even after this episode just try that for a little bit see how he might answer your prayer by stopping slowing down and asking your heart to long for him and desire him and hopefully that will help in the remaining time in Advent to long after God. But for the episode today, we are looking at how God's people need God to send a king. The Bible says we need a leader. We need someone who will do all that we couldn't do and lead us back to God. So if you're following along in the guide, this article was written off of the first half of Psalm 2. But the Psalm is so beautiful and so impactful Then I'm going to read the whole thing for you in a moment. But let me give just a little bit of context to help us as we get into Psalm 2. This Psalm is part of the introduction to the book of Psalms as a whole. So if you didn't know that, Psalm 1 and 2 form an introduction to the Psalms. Psalm 1 says that we need to know God, meditate on who He is, and live with Him. Psalm 2 then acknowledges that the world itself is against God. Nations are fighting against each other. They're hostile towards God. People are sinful. They're not living out Psalm 1 realities. So the question is, what do we need? If Psalm 1 is the goal and Psalm 2 is more of the reality, then what do we need to get back to a Psalm 1 type life? Well, Psalm 2 is going to say we need a leader. More specifically, we need God's leader. We need God to give us a leader that can dispel wickedness and lead us in righteousness. This psalm says you cannot do it on your own. You are not self-sufficient. You need a leader. Now, with that in mind, let me read how the psalmist puts that. and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him let me give you three quick thoughts to help orient your heart into the teaching of Psalm 2. The three parts are this, who they are, who he is, and how we respond. First, consider who they are. What I mean by that is, consider who these nations and kings and leaders are. You know, first, I think it's easy for us to look at this from a distance, that the main issue here isn't us, But that's not the case. We are born into a state of hostility to God, separation from God, needing a way back to God. So, who then are our options? Well, right away, we are presented the kings and leaders of the earth. Think political leaders, governmental leaders, influential business leaders, influential people in the world who have power and influence over segments of humanity. That might be communities or whole countries or large demographics of people. But, God says, leaders of this world are raging in a war against God. Now, obviously this isn't saying there are no godly leaders, but if a leader is not following God, this says they are hostile to God. They are gaining power and fame and authority against God. But then he gives us another option. Consider who he is, and by he I mean God's king. Who they are are the leaders of the world that are striving after their own glory and striving away from God. But who is God's king? Who is he? Verse 6 says that in contrast to the kings and leaders of the world, God will have his king set up for his people. And this king won't just be a random person, but it says it will be the very son of God. He will bring God's presence and holiness to the world in contrast to the kings of the world. He says that God's king will then do what people need him to do. He will break down all wickedness. He will destroy all evil and he will lead the nations, the peoples in sin, back to God. All the effects of sin and death that we live under, that the kings and rulers of this world lead us toward, will be overthrown and overcome by God's king. Which then, the psalm ends by asking, how do we respond? It says that God's king will judge and destroy all evil and wickedness, which means, if you remain in your wickedness, if you follow the ways and leaders of the world, one day God's judgment will come. Or, verses in 11 and 12 give us another option: Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. kiss the Son, lest He be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. You remember what I said at the beginning about Psalm 1 and 2? They are together, the intro to the Psalms, which means they are introducing us to the way of life with God, the way of relationship with God. Psalm 1 is the ideal. Blessed is the man, it says, who delights in the Lord, who meditates on his law. This is the flourishing person, the life with God. But Psalm 2 reminds us that none of us live that way naturally. We are prone to follow the world and its leaders. We are living in a state of separation and sin away from God. So how in the world do we get back to a Psalm 1 life? Well, the last line in Psalm 2 ends with the same word that Psalm 1 begins with. Blessed. Psalm 2 ends, blessed are all who take refuge in him. Psalm 1 is asking, how do we find the blessed life? How do we find this flourishing, happy, joy-filled life? Well, Psalm 2 ends by telling us that the way to life is trusting in God's King. The way to relationship with God, with joy in God, is hiding in the refuge of God's king. For all sinners and sufferers, for all of us who need one to lead us back to God, we need this king. We need God's son to come to us in order to bring us back to God. We need the advent of this king so that he might lead us to God once again. God's Son is the true and only leader that we need. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.